Welcome back, everyone, to Nintendo Dispatch, your weekly Nintendo podcast covering all things from the world of Nintendo. I'm James. And I am Michael. Oh, look at that. We didn't have any fancy schmancy opening this week. No, Christina is out, unfortunately. She is she is down with the sickness, as they say. And uh, we're hoping for the best that it's not the coronavirus. But she, uh, the last I heard, she had called the doctor, gave him the symptoms, the doctor said, we are, we don't want you to come in, <laughs> basically, oh, no. don't stay home. She said, we have taken note, we are going to check in on you, keep checking in on you to make sure you're, you know, you're, you're, you're still there. And, uh, but yeah, basically stay home. There's nothing we can do for you. We have no tests. That's ridiculous. So, the whole thing yeah, is it's, ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous that we can't, because when I was sick, I did the same thing. I called, I said, look, here's, here's what's going on. My, my symptoms were not as bad. Uh, mm. I think it's hit her worse than it hit me, but I had a tightness in my chest. I uh, shortness of breath had, um, you know, sore throat had, I didn't have fever, which a lot of people say, you know, it's one of those, like, if you don't have that, you're fine. But I've been reading a lot of things about other people that have had the issue and they also didn't have it and they tested positive. So I think it's just so varying for each person. Um, but they said the same thing. Stay home. We don't have tests and uh, best of luck. Basically. It's crazy to me. We won't go too deep into the COVID stuff because I'm sure it's on everybody's mind already. But it's mind boggling because like, what if you did have it and now like maybe you're immune, but like you never got tested. So you don't know if you had it. And then mm-hmm. anyways, I, I digress. But it's like it's all no, we talk yeah. about nonstop. My sister works in healthcare, So we we do a, a Saturday FaceTime because she only, you know, she's in Seattle and, and just like me and like we can't go anywhere, or see anybody. So we're like, hey, let's just FaceTime for an hour, right? That yeah. way you can see somebody, you know. And yeah, and um, and and she got tested last week, but she was clear. But who knows, right? She's interacting with so many people all the time. It's, it's scary stuff out there. But you know, stay safe, wash your hands. I do. We do. Um, wash your hands. Um, we we got like a delivery of food the other days. Mm-hmm. Like when we de- what got it delivered, we wash our hands. When we took it out. We wash our hands and then we ate and then we wash our hands again. So lots of yeah, washing. I wash hands. my hands like crazy right now. But like you said, I wish we could just I, apparently to see if you have the antibodies. It's a it's a more of a process, even because mm. when you're sick, it's one test. When you t- just to see if your blood has the antibodies, then you're talking, you know, taking blood and all of this other stuff. And I was thinking the same thing. Okay, I believe I had it, and we believe she has it. But there's nothing we can do. We can't confirm that. And we can't test to see if they want to take because now they're testing using people's plasma that have antibodies to fight it. And now we can't confirm that we have it to give plasma. So it's kind of like, OK, I guess I'll just hang out then. There's not much I can do now. But uh, yeah, washing hands is is basically just nonstop at this point. My hands are so dry. So dry. <laughs> because I we'll just st- wash it up so much. <laughs> well, we'll stay safe. You are in the new epicenter in the New Yorks. I, I was mm. in the old epicenter. So um, I, I don't know. Lock it down. Stay inside. Stay toasty. You got that new fire burner thing. So yeah, apparently yeah. Nintendo wants us to also stay inside because they gave us a whole bunch of new games to look forward to. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So we've talked about those games and we're going to talk about more. But this week we did get a mini quote unquote, mini Nintendo Direct that just came out of the blue. There was no announcement. There was no fanfare. There was nothing. It just, oh, by the way, here you go. We're dropping a mini uh, mini Nintendo Direct on you. Uh, and I, it, all things considered, I thought it was really, really good. We went through, we're going to do just like we did for the the, the Nindies. We're going to kind of go through what we 
are excited about, what stood out to us. And uh, the first one right off the bat, I think you have checked. So let us know. What do you think? Yeah, they they kicked it off with the longer Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. And I've never been a Xenoblade person, to be honest with you. And I know the new one came out and stuff like that. But for me, this trailer somehow won me over. I was like, oh, I, I was like, what is this game? I don't even know what this game is. So what sold me is like before the Xenoblade, you know, name came out on it. I was like, oh, this game looks fun. Like I, I could play this game. Um, so I might pick it up. I might not, of course, because it's probably like a five billion hour game. But I, I thought that if you had never played Xenoblade um, because it hadn't come out in a long time, this is the definitive edition kind of remastered might be worth looking at again. So to me, it wasn't like the blockbuster of the of the show, but it did um, kind of win me over by the trailer. I thought the trailer was great. So. Yeah, I thought it did look interesting, but not enough like like you, not a huge fan, don't really have any connection to it. So it's just kind of maybe I'll keep an eye on it, but wasn't wasn't a standout. The next one I did check and it's funny because we literally just talked about this, but finally 2K Games announced Borderlands Legendary Collection will be coming to the Switch in addition to that BioShock the collection is coming to the switch and both of those I'm very excited about. Um, my, my degree of excitement varies slightly. So borderlands legendary, I own, I believe all of these games Mm. on Xbox. And I think I've only played the first one for a small amount of time. And what I'm finding is when I play Xbox games, I just don't have the time to put in that I want to, you know, it's, it seems like more of a commitment to sit at my, on my couch and, and like, use a TV and play these games when you have the switch and you can just do whatever you want and, you know, and sort of enjoy yourself and and go wherever you want with it. So now that Borderlands is coming out on the switch, I, I think I'm going to pick this up and play these. I'm super excited about this. I think they're going to play well. They're going to look awesome. And same with Bioshock. I played the first, I absolutely loved the first game and never picked up two or, or, um, uh, the other one there, the sky, shock or whatever it was called mm-hmm. the, the one that takes place in a different area i i did play that but i never finished it so now's my chance to kind of jump on both of these titles and i think they're going to be perfect on the switch yeah i don't know if i'll pick up borderlands i did pick up the first one a long long time ago on the xbox um i am more excited for bioshock just because that game rocked my socks off when i when i originally had it on the xbox and just like you i'm pretty sure i bought the second one but never played it so I'll definitely pick up Bioshock. Um, I'm actually relatively excited now for XCOM 2, which was the third thing that 2K Games announced. Um, it's the collection. So base game, it has the expansion and all the DLC packs. And the only reason I'll say that I'm kind of excited for XCOM 2 is because Mario versus Rabbids is basically XCOM. That's basically the same game, but in Mario form. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, maybe now that I've beaten Mario versus Rabbids, I'll go like the pro route, which is like the original XCOM type of game. So maybe I'll pick it up, maybe not, but they're all available on May 29th. So we don't have too long to wait, to be honest with you. Yeah, that one reminds me of I've got Fire Emblem sort of mm. on the side. So XCOM is going to be, you know, I, I know the similar gameplay mechanics and all of that, but I know that I'm looking forward to Fire Emblem when I get into a game that's sort of in that vein. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one that jumped out, and and I know I'm going to butcher their name, but I believe it's Shinseike Into the Depths. And this one is pretty interesting. It's a deep sea side-scrolling adventure. The... And I love a lot about it, 
but it's also on Apple Arcade and it's only $5 a month if you want to get it on that versus the $20 on Switch. So for me, it's kind of like, is this a game that's going to take more than a month for me to get through? And I don't believe it is. So I kind of would rather just throw the $5 at Apple Arcade, play it there, and then kind of you know be done with it. I don't think I need it on the Switch, yeah, but it does a, look beautiful. It's a tricky one because it is a very large game, like 2.3 gigs. Like I'm, I want to I want to know if it's any different than the Apple Arcade one cuz it's $20, so that's a big commitment big for uh, but I did like I mean it even too. still so same price, I guess you could have it mobile and have it for 4 months plus all of the other games that are on Apple Arcade for four months for that same price of one Switch game. I think that's a really tough sell. I think it's worth a check and a wait on a wish list. And if it does do a 50% off sale, then sure, by all means. But 20 right out of the gate, that's ah, a tough one for me. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, something that we can look forward to because it's free. It's a free update. Oh, yeah. The Bunny Day event coming into New Horizons. I literally stopped the trailers to pull over the wife and said, check this out. Um, <laughs> she's a little bit more addicted to Animal Crossing than I am currently. But yeah, they announced the new event. And, and to be honest, it couldn't come soon enough. I can only pick so many freaking oranges off my trees. And um, and uh, I finally got my ladder. So I can only I spent uh, 20 minutes picking up 200 um, 200 weeds from my garden yesterday. Oh, yeah. So just nonstop. But um. Super duper cool. There's going to be new um, uh, bunny day events. So Easter themed things. So everything's egg themed. The Easter bunny or they didn't say the Easter bunny, but a bunny is coming to your town Hmm. and um, it's going to hide eggs everywhere and you got to find them. There's DIY crafting. And I don't know. I don't know who this person is in the game trailer that has this much stuff everywhere all over their island of this oh, it's bunny taste it's a mess it's but a it's mess. amazing it, it makes me sick yeah seeing somebody that's willing it's a monster that lives like that <laughs> i have a neighbor down the street that looks that would be his house <laughs> <laughs> you, you you drive past it all the time you're like what is going ah, on just, i br- want to call somebody i don't know who i could call on this guy but that's that's the house that's in animal crossing in that trailer reminds me of the neighbor down the road and i'm like there needs to be is there a number at the police i can call on this guy because his house is disgusting <laughs> oh my goodness is it the reason that your house value hasn't gone up in two years <laughs> exactly no. exactly this guy's tearing the whole neighborhood apart <laughs> what's going on now april 4th to the 12th so the bunny will show up at some point so that's cool but they also tease which i'm even more excited about earth day coming in late april update number two and mm-hmm. what was cool about this is that it was a sloth and i love sloths so i don't know if it's sloth themed and everything sloth themed i'm very excited for that but um i love free content and i can't wait for more 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 stuff to, to happen in this game yeah no, I'm I'm very excited. I it's funny because, you know, I'm I'm a big right now I'm big with the whole hybrid. I'm trying to grow all the different flowers. So I've got that kind of going. I've been I've been creating a an orchard for all the different fruit that I'm collecting. So the idea of an Earth Day is pretty exciting because it, if it's even like one more tree that I get to have, I'm kind of like, oh yeah, I, I could my my island could really use another tree right now, you know. So I love this free content. I love the events that are uh, coming up that they've already kind of teased and, and told us about. And it's funny, I was watching somebody and I don't know anybody. And if any of our listeners are in the Southern hemisphere, you know, be sure to reach out to us. But one of the people I watch on YouTube, he's he's been playing it along, not doing any of the sort of time uh, warping or anything like that, time travel. He's playing it legit. And he had an episode and he's like, I'm going on a vacation. 
and he is friends with somebody in the southern hemisphere and traveled there to 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 their island and it is a different world my friend it is the thing it's so exotic <laughs> the things that you see and the things he was catching and the like the whole 20 minutes he's running around in awe because where they are in the summer switching to fall it's a, it's a different world. So it was kind of cool to see because it's like, we have that to look forward to that's coming very soon for us. And they're going into like the winter months. It was really, I'm loving it. I'm really excited that that's a thing in this game. I had thought about like switching it cause me and the wife both have our own switches. And I thought like maybe I should pick South cause I know that she'll pick North just because it's kind of like where you're at. Uh, does it let you pick it? Like if it knows that you're in the States or whatever, or? you can definitely choose it, but I don't know if you can choose it after the fact. I don't oh, okay. know if you can choose it now. You, you got to pick it in the very beginning. I've messed um, up everything. I put my house in the wrong place. I put like, I put all the, I, whenever they're like, I'll put a museum, I'm like I'll put it right on the water. Well, you can't, you shouldn't put stuff right on the water because now you can't put, you know, bridges <laughs> or whatever. Like, oh, I'm so, like, I was, I told, I told the, uh, Heather, I was like, I, I'm gonna restart in the game. Restarting the game. She's like, No, don't well, do it. You'll be so far behind. Like, I'm, on the plus side, I will say, you do, you can move things eventually. So oh you'll be, goodness. you'll be able to move all, all of the stuff. Oh so don't, you don't have to worry. I had to imagine because I'm like, they have to let me move stuff because they know that everybody messed just up. Just doesn't know what they're doing. Down. Yeah, they have no idea. I'm just, a, just a, yeah. they don't tell you anything. They don't tell you no. anything in this game. All right, this is not an Animal Crossing. <laughs> whatever let's get on to the next game go yeah we'll get on to that at some point so the next one that i checked as well as christina is good job this is a quirky little environmental puzzle game if anybody's familiar with the animations that were in portal i believe it was portal portal 2 had these animations as well as the bridge builder that portal had kind of collaborated with they did these weird cute quirky little animations for it and that's what this whole game looks like you're basically the the working in an office building and you have to manage to get through it and kind of do all these little puzzles that are office based puzzles. And you can either do it as, uh, you know, as, as clean and orderly as you want, or you can basically just do total havoc and shoot projectors through walls because that's where it needs to be in the other office. And you just shoot it over there and you're knocking things down and breaking stuff. It looks very, very funny. It looks very, very cute. I've seen a few of the reviews because this is already out. I've seen a few of the reviews. People say it's wonderful. So it's something I had to give a double check to. Again, it's the $20 price point. So I don't want to spend $20 on it. I know it sounds terrible, but I'm, I'm going to keep an eye and let it go down a little bit. But I do want to pick this one up. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I'll do a little quick run here through a few of the games that I had selected next in the order was First was Catherine Full Body. Catherine's a weird cult classic. I'm definitely not going to buy it, but I wanted to point it out because mm -hmm. this thing I remember became like speedrunners and like was super duper popular. It's a super weird, wacky game. It's not for me, but I just wanted to point it out. I'm glad that it's sure. coming. I think that's I, I love when weird, quirky cult classic games are coming to the Switch. Um, I'm super excited for Ring Fit Adventure Rhythm Update, uh, Rhythm Mode Update because it turns Ring Fit Adventure into uh, dance dance revolution basically um and you know you saw the trailer and you're like this is going to be moths just sitting there just whoop, whoop, oh yeah just dancing so they're adding <laughs> a basically just dance mode where you could dance with the ring con um for exercise which i thought was cool and there's 17 songs from like mario odyssey splatoon and also legend of zelda so i'm going to definitely check that out they added more languages, more voice options, which I think is great. And they also added a new jog mode. So you can just go jogging. You could go outside. But what if you're in the Southern Hemisphere and it's snowy? You know, can't yeah, there you go. So now you can run. 
Also, nice. I'll point out that they did a bunch of new Smash Bros content reveal, but more importantly is that Switch Online members can get um, um, to be able to play ARMS for free for like um, till now, until the 6th. So you can just put the whole game, the whole game. They should do this all the time. There's a whole game available. That's, That's cool. cool. Yeah. Um, all right, next cool. two here. Bravely Default 2. I played the first one on the 3DS. Spectacular game. Demo available now. Check that out if you love JRPGs. One of the greatest JRPGs of all time. After that, Clubhouse Games 51 Worldwide Classics. I cannot wait to install this on Heather's <laughs> Switch because she will love it. And we can play <laughs> games together. At 51 games, this is you know, card games, board games. There's darts. There's shuffleboard. There's anything that you can humanly think about. It's basically in it. Super Duper. And you had this one checked too, which is cool. I do. I had this on the DS and I, re- I really enjoyed it. And I think it's going to be fantastic. It's funny because, you know, a lot of people see this and they're like, okay, it's kind of a weird. I, I loved Clubhouse games on the mm. DS. It was so cool. There was a lot of games that I just never played. Um, and it was a good way of kind of getting introduced to some of those games. So I'm most likely picking this up at some point because I really, really like this kind of stuff a lot. Yeah, and they, they did something cool for the online mode, which was like you pick three of the games and then you'll randomly get into one of the games or whatever. And for me, you know, there are other games out there. You're like, oh, you could buy a chess game. You could buy a, you know, checkers game. But those are individual games and they're done by, I don't want to do, discredit any you know developer but the nice thing is that this is like a game by nintendo and like they will you know the it may not be nintendo internal house developed but there's a certain quality that comes from the nintendo name even if it's a board game and mm-hmm. they did a really great job on the ds and i also owned it on the ds too and i thought it was fantastical so i'm excited for this because i think it's a game a good second game for heather's switch because she does play like solitaire and other things on her um, tablet but i think it'd be nice to have it all in one and guess what there's a touch screen on this puppy so it's perfect so yeah it's gonna be a good one for it then it was star wars day very excited about it um now we all know that i picked up the previous star wars (laughs) jedi game and that was not the game that i thought it was because it was this game that i thought it was which is star wars jedi knight jedi jedi academy and this is actually the good game this is the game that i remember playing on my xbox going online you you craft your own jedi right you you customize your jedi you pick them out it's, it's completely custom you pick your lightsaber if you want one or dual or a long one all this stuff and the cool part about this is that the single player i remember being fantastic but you're also picking pulling out like your force powers like do you have push or pull or whatever right and then there's eight player online um death match, basically it's like jedis battling it out for their lives it, it's spectacular right and i don't think they did any graphical updates to this game at all just like the other one but it doesn't matter because that to me growing up with like my xbox um at the time was one of the most cool online experiences ever because i'm a huge star wars nerd and um i just loved like crafting my own jedi and like for the, it was like one of the first games that you could you know duel a lightsaber a dual lightsaber and like you were like customizing your attacks it was so cool so i'll definitely probably pick that one up at, at some time because it's online they have the online play built in so i'm very excited about it yeah and then the next one star wars again is episode one racer pod racing is back we get mm-hmm. to do it again i don't know if this is 
like done up any differently than the pod racing we remember. I, I know that we played this in the arcades a while back. You get 25 playable racers, included Anakin and, you know, the usuals. You got eight tracks that you get to play on. You're going to do split screen, local multiplayer. Hopefully that's also online multiplayer. Kind of be a bummer if it's only local. Uh, they had this one that's coming soon. I'm excited. I loved pod racing when I would do it in the arcade and I would, enjoy it on the switch and it'd be really cool to kind of get some of those motion controls in there and Mm. hopefully like i said online play you got to have online play yeah i own this on the nintendo 64 and i played it for many 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 hours and it was very very good and is the best thing to come from episode one which was pod racing so Mm -hmm. you know it's it's fun because you could pick out all the different pod racer the different pods themselves and you could customize it and stuff it was quite good so i really hope they have online play because that would be that'd be quite fun do you want to go through the yeah. quick peaks or do you want to end with the the big expansion? We didn't get a ton more. So if you're looking for, if you've been playing Pokemon Sword, Pokemon Shield, we all know that we're getting the expansion pass. Uh, they did mention Isle of Armor a little bit. They just kind of showed Cub Fu a little bit and how if you pick, you know, whatever tower you decide to go into with Cub Fu, you'll get a whole different uh, skill set, basically. And that was all we got. There wasn't a whole lot with Pokemon Sword and Shield. I think a lot of that was already known and they just kind of fleshed it out a little bit. But I guess maybe that's what they meant by mini. They didn't really go into crazy detail. They just kind of, hey, by the way, this is coming. Yeah. And then they did a bunch of these quick peaks, right? And they're just like nonstop. Here's 10 seconds. I picked out Burnout Paradise. I thought that looked cool. I put Mr. Driller Mm -hmm. Drill in because it comes out on my birthday. I'm not going to buy it. But any game that comes out on my birthday, that's cool. Um, oh, yeah. those were like my two picks. They were pretty quick. I was like, eh, this is fine. You know? Yeah. Quick, quick hits, uh, burnout for me. Definitely. I want to check that out. We don't have a ton of good racers on the switch, so I'm excited mm-hmm. to see what they offer there and Minecraft dungeons. I'm a huge Minecraft fan. Dungeons looks like a different, new, unique way of, uh, playing the game. And I'm super excited for that. So I'm all for it. Minecraft. Boom. Now, was this really a mini? Because it was 30 minutes. I know. It's kind of funny. Yeah, it was super long. My guess, the only reason I could see them saying mini is maybe because they didn't, there wasn't a ton of games, but they hit with a couple different things right now. And maybe they didn't want people expecting a lot. So they just said, hey, guys, by the way, this is a mini. Keep the expectations low. Here it is. Boom. And you'll get something more down the road. And I think it worked because I think overall, everybody was super happy with what they saw because maybe they see many and they're thinking like, oh, okay, well, I won't expect a lot. And and it was good. It, there was plenty there. I was happy. I was happy with it. I like that. that you know, for me, we on the podcast, and if you listen for a long time, that you know that there's always a slew of games and they're all sort of whatever. And the directs mm-hmm. and the indie world showcase those are the those are the times that bring the games that i should be caring about the most you know that's nintendo is highlighting these other games that come out that you know are not in here that that we do pick up and we're like oh that's really cool whatever but this is the time where i'm like oh this is great because this is what i can look forward to and i really think that the other companies could really you know for the playstation or the next gen ones right they'll probably do it is like you know bring every three months every six months hey what's coming up what's coming out and it it makes another moment in time where right now specifically like we all just got animal crossing we're like okay in two months three months what do we need to be playing and guess what there's going to be something there for us so for sure 
Yeah, for sure. Uh, so that was the direct. Now we're going into some of the other news that happened this week. And I don't know if this should be a surprise. I don't know if this should be like, it would, are we considering this the norm now? But we have players review bombing Animal Crossing New Horizons. And despite this being a critical success, everybody seems to really enjoy it. You do have a, uh, I would say a minority kind of going to Metacritic, no surprise, and just giving it scores of zero. So if you go to a Metacritic, you're going to see that the game is currently sitting at a very positive 91 with critical reviews, actual reviewers giving their score. However, if you have the user scores, which is you know 0 to 10, it sits at a 5.7, which seems totally different, with like a huge discrepancy between the two. Almost all of those negative comments are coming from the fact that there's issues with multiplayer. And they're saying specifically the fact that a switch, not just the console, not just the game cartridge, a switch is only allowed one island per switch. So if you have you and family members, you're all sharing an island. There is no choice. You don't have any any other option. And people are just losing it over this. They think that this is absolutely terrible. Some of the quotes are saying that, you know, right now their Nintendo is worse than EA. They're the worst video company of the year. <laughs> people have said that we've bought this for my wife and we can't even play it. We can't. It's go. I'm going back to PlayStation Four. So it's it's kind of all over the place. Um, one of the reviews gave it a zero, and I have to read it because I I think they kind of missed the whole point of the game. It says the objectives of the game are not clear. There are multiple tasks, but none lead to a greater objective. Or at least I did not see any interesting narrative that was spun in the background. It's sad and embarrassing that having superior hardware such as Nintendo Switch, the developer has opted for that annoying world and perspective of role. It goes on. It doesn't make much sense. It's kind of belligerent, but they gave it a zero basically because they just don't understand what the game is. So in their mind, it's a zero. I don't no. care. Um, yeah. I, what do you think? Does it deserve? I, I think maybe the the criticisms of it being one island per switch are valid. That's fine. I totally agree. That it's kind of weird that they're doing that. But a zero of all, like, you, you, there's, it's either a 10 or a zero in your eyes. There's no middle ground. Yeah, I, I do find it very weird that they would do that, lock it one island per console, because usually it's per profile. So I'm not really sure yeah. what my, you, can, you couldn't, like, boot up and play two at the same time to, like, visit your own island that you had created on a different profile or something. So I'm not really sure why they did that. Now, I'm, I am fascinated because I didn't try this, but, like, what if like are you all playing on the same island so if you start like you and i have the same switch right now we're like we're both in new york we're hunkered down now we have one switch and like you start an island but then what if i come am i playing as your character or am i playing as my character on your island do i get a house on your island i i have I no see. idea my my guess is we share an island and if if we're sharing a switch i log in under my profile and I play on our island in my house, and then I log off. Then you play, you jump on our island in your house, and we continue going. Because a lot of what I've seen in the game so far, um, I'm at a point right now where I'm building a bridge. Mm -hmm. And in the bridge, you take uh, donations, basically, from other people living on the island. Now, mm -hmm. our AI does not contribute to that. So my only guess is if you and I are sharing an island, 
I would be doing my thing, grinding, going to different, you know, mystery islands and then throw 500 bells at this bridge donation. You would play, do your thing and say, okay, I'm going to throw 10,000 bells. And together we build the island. Spectacular. That's how it's, that's how it seems. <laughs> that sounds great. So <laughs> that sounds great. I don't see that to me sounds perfect. Cause right now I'm paying 200 bell, 200,000 bells for a bridge because I, there is nobody on my Island helping me. Yeah. That's what I was thinking too, is I was like, well, when now we have guests coming and, and, you know, I got to build more houses and like, well, I don't want to build all the furniture. Like if I had someone else helping me now, you couldn't play at the same time, but you couldn't play at the same time anyways. But actually I think that's a cool perk because I think, it would help a lot of the mundane tasks go a lot faster. I, I don't know. That's just me, but I, I could understand that. But besides that, or, it's all shenanigans because the game is amazing. So here's a good, here's a good, like what I, I would even go another step further. Maybe it's the fact that it's mandatory that holds people up because mm-hmm. to me, if it's you and your girlfriend, you and your wife, whatever you want to build an Island together in your case, you and Heather want to build an Island together. That would actually be perfect be- for you because you, she's doing a lot of the work right now. She, she's playing more than you, like you said. Mm-hmm. You could always come back to your island and see all the houses, see the garden set up, and be like, "Oh wow, so much has happened yeah. while I've been gone." Like yeah. to me, that seems like it'd almost be a better situation. And I would say, not only make it so that it's locked, maybe not locked, but make that an option for a single switch. But what if you two wanted to play on your separate switches, but create one island? That would have been a nice idea too. Like, why couldn't that be the case? Why couldn't you move to somebody's island and say, this is my new home. I'm working here now. You know, here's something that happened in the the trailer. I'll say bringing this back to the mini direct is in the trail for Animal Crossing, the the Bunny Day update. They said, whether you're working on building up your island or leaving the island, we have great content for you. And that to me... I don't know what that means. And also there's a dock on the island and I don't know what it's there for. And now I've maybe been wondering you, that too. You know what I mean? Like what is going yeah. on here? Like what, what has Nintendo programmed into this game for five years from now? No one freaking knows it's a mystery. Yeah. And I, and, and to be fair, there could be people, I don't time travel. I, I want to play the game as it was intended. And you know, this is an ongoing debate. Is it, is it fair? Is it not? Look, you do what you want. I don't want it, the game spoiled for me because for me, that's part of the charm of waking up and seeing what's happening that day on the island. Mm-hmm. And I also like when I'm done doing what I need to do, whether that's my chores or maybe I created my own thing, like I'm moving the orchard today or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When I'm done with that, I can I can turn it off and I don't feel like I'm missing out on something. Like I did my mm-hmm. my job for the day and I now I'm going to do other stuff. And People that time travel, in my opinion, you're kind of you're kind of gaming the system and that you're able to see all those things like maybe five years from now or whatever. But I, I don't need that from this game. I've got other games I can play if I want to play something and kind of have this checklist of accomplishments. For me, Animal Crossing is the day to day. I yeah. just go in. It's Christmas. You know, who's on my island today? Who's doing this? What event is going on? Like that to me is the excitement of it. And I just I don't have a checklist. I don't. Like Christina's been checking off fish left and right. Mm. Boom. But I got this one. I got, I go, that's cool. That's how you're playing it. I, I just need to make sure I get the three, four or five fish that are leaving at the end of the month because then I don't want to wait, you know, a whole year to get them again. So I'm just kind of focusing on that and then I'll come back to fishing and I'll, I'll like, I don't have it. I don't, that's not how I play this game. So I'm super excited to see where it goes in four years from now. 
Oh, and it seems like also how they're unlocking it too. So even if you did time travel, like the Earth Day update, it, the content is not in the game. Like you actually have to update the I game like for it to happen. So com- yeah. compared to the old versions where everything was built in, they couldn't update it. Now they can update it. So they can do different things every year. So the Bunny Day event in 2021 might be completely different than the 2021. That'd be and cool. I think that's going to add a lot to this game. The fact that they can update it, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's so exciting to me because you're going to see so much stuff happening. It's the new Fortnite. It's the new Fortnite. Mm-hmm. It is the new Fortnite. It <laughs> is. Animal Crossing, the new Fortnite. Now, obviously, <laughs> all these reviews did not stop Animal Crossing to becoming what will probably the, be the best selling video game of all time in Japan because it is on track to do so. It is crushing it in the first three days. It sold one point eight eight million physical copies digital copies are not tracked which means that must be like three or four million copies of this game because we picked up two copies two copies day one boom um so it's doing gangbusters over there and i'm assuming it's doing amazing by looking at the twitch numbers on uh on twitch.tv people playing animal crossing and at the same time not only did it sell nearly two million physical copies which i don't know how people got the physical copies because they can't leave their house i don't know how this happened people i had are, to do it yeah, <laughs> I had to I had to go and do it, and they had me set. Everybody was like five, six feet apart, and you only allowed three people in the store. And unfortunately, I I would have gotten digital. I had no intention of going. It wasn't like I need a physical copy of this. I just had uh, a gift card to GameStop, oh, and nice. I was like, oh, well, I guess I'll buy the physical because if in case I don't like this, I can sell it again True. and make some of my money back. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so unfortunately, the day it came out was the lockdown everything's closed we're not doing anything i'm like can i even get my game today and they're like we're staying open i'm like okay so i went in everybody's like basically chucking the money to each other from five six feet away and throwing the games to each other they didn't want the one person at the register was like there was there was two people at the counter and then there was i think three of us came in at once and the guy goes to the person at the counter he's like you need to get back on the door because <laughs> it was like, there's too many coming in. It was, it was hysteria. Oh so yeah, I, I can only imagine based on how many people on my, I've never seen more people on my friends list, like on playing physically. And I've never seen more people playing games on my friends list on my it's, switch. Like it's Animal crazy. Crossing. One it's game. crazy. One game. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. I also like that when I, I just noticed for the first time, like when you started playing last night and I was online and you were online, I actually got an alert that said I'm online, like from yeah, you, like you didn't type it. It was like, Hey, I'm online. No. That's cool. I, I wish it would. It does I, that. I wish it would say my gates are open though. I wish that mm. that would happen. I wish it would almost do it. I wish there was a, something in the setting because I will say if you jump islands a lot, like I'll visit you and then I'll visit, you know, my brother, I'll visit a bunch of people all that like in one run. And I really wish you could set it so that by default, your gates are open. Mm-hmm. And I wish it would go quicker because I do mm-hmm. think that when you go to somebody's island once, it's kind of like, okay, it's, that's fine. I'll wait a minute. When you're doing five people's islands, it's like, this is a significant amount of time to just rapidly hit the button and try to get to that island quick. And it just feels like that could be streamlined a little bit. I wish there was a way to, I don't need the the, the Dodo Birds whole spiel every single, <laughs> just get me to their island, you know? And I think that's one of those things where it's super cute and super endearing. But if you're somebody like us that just kind of wants to get, you've seen it once or 20 times, you kind of just want to get there. And yeah. I don't need that spiel every time. Yeah, speed but, it up. Uh, yeah, let's speed it up. Let's make it happen. 
Well, not only did they sell gangbuster amount of games, they also sold a record number of switches, 392,000 last week in Japan. Now, fascinatingly enough, 70% of those were switch light systems, um, which is really fascinating. Um, I'm assuming people picking up second ones, but also now officially it, the switch has outsold the Wii in Japan. Now, now that's just in Japan, not worldwide, worldwide. It is actually good doing very well after three years. 52.48 million switches worldwide compared to 101 million Wiis. Of course, the Wii is the Wii, so you can't really beat the Wii, but maybe it'll get close. It's it's mm. halfway there. Yeah, little by little. Uh, it's amazing. It's hard to find any switches anymore, whether mm. it's light or even the docked, the, the OG. It's hard OG. to find them. Yeah, people yeah. are just buying them up. up. I have a lot of friends now, that were have been picking up. My, my, my brother-in-law... He was like, hey, man, I just got a switch. He's like, I need something to do. He's like, what, what, what game should I buy? So I just gave him a big list of stuff. So mm. funny. Everyone that, I, everyone that I never thought would buy one has been picking it up. So That's cool. Good. I mean, I, I it seems like if you're going to be sort of quarantined off, that's it's like the console people want right now. It's, it's in especially like you, you can't do anything. So it's a way to still be with people, still play games with people. I bet you the multiplayer, I bet you Nintendo online has never seen more action because people, you have no other choice. Like this is the way you can play with somebody. And it does feel, you know, not to keep hitting animal crossing, but it does feel like that's one of those unifying games right now where people are like getting together and taking group photos all in the animal crossing world. And it's getting a lot of people through you know, the current situation. It's, it's something where people are like, yeah, let's go on and play together and we'll run around. I've seen people play hide and go seek on their Island, which I thought was brilliant. <laughs> I'm like, that is such a fun, like you have somebody stand on the dock and then everybody goes and hides. Most people hide in the museum because there's a million places to stand. <laughs> and then they have somebody run around, look for them. I'm like, what? That's crazy. So yeah, I, I think it's a great way for people to be able to play with each other without having to actually physically be near them. So wow. good, good for everybody, you know? Another game that is crushing it on the Switch this month is Warface. Now, I think we mentioned this a few weeks back when it first came out, and uh, my games actually came out with an official sort of release on some of their numbers. This is a free-to-play first-person shooter. Think Call of Duty, except obviously Call of Duty isn't on the Switch right now. This originally released February 18th, and since then, some of the stats are really really good actually they have almost half a million pvp matches clocked they have total play time at eighty-three thousand days uh and some of the most popular modes are the pve missions which they have over a million played and then co-op special ops which they did about 150,000 150 yeah 150,000 different option uh co-op missions completed the creator of the franchise ivan Papi Arzen, I think, says that he wants to continue to keep that content coming out, obviously, because it's doing really, really well. I'm assuming this is probably the best version of the game, only because the Switch, there's no competition. The Switch has no other good first person shooter to contend with. So this it would be crazy of Warface not to continue to support it. Um and it and they do a good job with it. I actually downloaded it. I played it a little bit. I have the new Call of Duty Modern Warfare remake on my Xbox. And I will say that this is a great alternative to that if especially if it switches your main console. It's it it's really well done. 
Nice. Yeah. I was confused because I thought that that was Warframe updates, but no, that's a completely different game not to be confused. So I'm downloading it right now. I'm kind of excited about it. And they need a free to play section, like in the eShop store, like as an option to see all the free to play games because they don't show up in the top game. So they really need to just you put them on there and or at least feature them somewhere. But uh, pretty cool. I like that. Good. Congratulations. That's awesome. I'm going to download and play it tonight. So now let's get into our COVID-19 updates. We got two. <laughs> everyone was excited for this. More COVID talk. We'll go really quick. Um, first is really awesome news. Um, Nintendo, who had been um, um, had originally purchased a bunch of um, um, N95 respirator masks um, for emergency preparedness planning that they had had. They had about 10,000 of them. I don't know if it was for their workers in the shop or whatever they had. Um, they donated all of them to um, healthcare workers throughout the state of Washington, specifically around the North Bend area. Um, so they donated all of them to fire and rescue for hospitals, for any, anyone that they would need them for. Um, so um, the city of North Bend um, and the, the East Side Fire and Rescue staff, they sent a big thank you message to everyone. Of course, you know, if any companies do have N95 respirators, I can tell you from personal experience, someone that's in the healthcare system in Washington, um, they need them. Um, that is 100% for sure. Um, and if you have them, the big companies, I know Tesla did a big donation as well, which was cool. But it's cool to see Nintendo. I, I wouldn't imagine had, you know, and 95 respirators sitting or masks sitting around, but they had them. So they donated them and, and that's awesome. Yeah, that's fantastic. And they're being a good neighbor. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just, it, if you have the means, obviously not everybody has that, but they did. And they said, look, it's going to be better suited somewhere else. And I think that's fantastic. And it, it sometimes I think companies and, and, um, um, towns and cities are maybe apprehensive to have these giant corporations come into them sometimes. I know we've gotten a lot of pushback recently around here because Amazon is coming in with different things, whether it's a, like a, a, a distribution centers and things like that. And, oh, they're taking out jobs. They're do- Okay. If companies do things like this, though, at least they're being a good neighbor. They're contributing to the community. And I do think that's a fantastic thing. So good on Nintendo. Hopefully that made a big difference and hopefully it's helping out as, as best they can. I think it's fantastic. Now, one other thing that Nintendo is doing uh, due to COVID-19 is they are temporarily shutting down their repair facilities in North America. Um, this came out recently on the customer support portal that they're doing this. The company revealed that it's closing all of its repair centers in accordance with federal and local guidelines. They did warn that the product sent to the repair during that time may be returned to you as undeliverable. Um, so unfortunately, you just probably have to ride it out if if you have Joy-Con issues or if your switch isn't working or something like that. Unfortunately, right now, it's, it's shut down. There's nothing they can do. Users with Nintendo products currently going through the repair process will have their devices held until further notice, until they obviously open back up. Uh, and then they did say that... While they don't know how long that's going to be, if it is there and it does have a warranty that expires, they will still honor it. So if it, you know, if this drags out for a month, two months, three months, you sent it in, it was still covered, and then that warranty runs out, they are still going to honor it. They're still going to work on it. So unfortunately, though, you just may not have it back for a while, which is, that's a bummer. Yeah, that's a bummer if it was just sitting there, then you couldn't get it. But honestly, you know, it makes sense because... Who knows, you know, how long the the virus like lives on things. And if you're going around, this makes 100% sense. So um, 
good on them. That's our news. Now we have um, a very short kind of end of the show here because we can go through our bestsellers really quick and the new releases, which there's like none. But bestsellers this week, number one, Animal Crossing. Of course, it'll just be sitting there for weeks upon weeks. Drawful 2, which is still $1. Just Dance 2020, which was on sale no longer. So we'll probably see that fall off. Pikanuku, which was also on sale, no longer on sale, which will fall off soon. Mario Kart 8 at number five. Minecraft Doom 64, which I still need to pick up. Monopoly, um, Super Smash Bros. number nine. And then Watermelon Party, 234 Versus, three cents. You can pick that up. It somehow came into the top 10, which is crazy. Um, And the only other game that came out uh, basically from the direct was Star Wars Jedi Knight Jedi Academy, which came in at number 30, which is pretty cool to see that game, which is very old, but I highly recommend it. Popped up at number 30. So there you go. There you have it. Nice. Now for new releases we're into this week, it's a short list and unfortunately only Mots has a few check. Nothing was a standout for me this week. Yeah, basically nothing was a standout for me either that I was like, there's some, (laughs) the week is not a bunch of crap, right? There there actually are some pretty decent titles in here, but just nothing was like, I want to buy this. I did put a check mark on tie that ties me Indian Tiger HD. It is expensive at $30, but that is a very good classic game that was remastered. So if you're looking for a platformer for the kiddos, that's a good one. It's, you know, ties tie Tasmanian Tiger. It's literally in the name. Um, um, these cool. has got like a boomerang and stuff like that. So I remember that came when it came out. And that was sort of when the, the everyone was trying to compete with uh, Mario 64 and Crash Bandicoot. And everyone was creating, you know, that's, that's like the Spyro days, you know. So I remember that game coming out. Um, and then I also put on here the Complex because I don't want to buy it. And then I think it's very expensive too. But it's a interactive movie. I, and I didn't know how to feel about it because like I looked at the I looked at it and I was like, what is going on? And it's just a movie where you make decisions of what to do. And there's like an outbreak. It's probably like not the right time for this to come out, but, um, <laughs> yeah. but there's like um, an outbreak and you're trying to find like a, you know, a cure for it. And like, you know, you did something wrong. It almost reminds me of resident evil where there was an outbreak and people are like bleeding through orifices or whatever, mm. and turning into something. Um, I thought it was like a neat idea. I mean, granted these things are free on Netflix. So it's kind of hard for me to be like, Oh, I should spend $13 on a, on a movie. But if it goes on sale for like 99 cents, maybe like that would be kind of cool to kind of watch and go through because there's real people. It's like a real movie with real actors, which I'm assuming are like B level actors. I'm not positive, though, I, to be honest with you, I'd have to look through it further. But um, it was at least interesting. I, I don't know. I'm sure that like if I probably Google that it, it's probably on like it's on Steam. Actually, no, it comes out for the first time. Yeah, it comes out for new, like on steam too so it's a brand new game in general so that's and it's the same price so i'm like okay it looks like they also might have done this with another game from 2017 which is called late shift which is also the same sort of thing but has very positive reviews there so i'm just saying yeah it was the same thing so if you look at late shift that's going to be from the same developer control movie and whales interactive and it has, wow, that's crazy, 5,000 very positive reviews on Steam. So wow. I don't know about Complex, the new one that's coming out, but I guess if you were like, I'm going to buy a movie for $13 <laughs> and you could buy this movie and then be interactive, it does look, I mean, it looks pretty decent. I don't know. It doesn't look too bad. 
Yeah, I thought it was interesting. It was funny. When I first opened it up, I go, these are the most amazing graphics I've ever seen. And then I'm looking, I'm like, oh, it's just a video. <laughs> I was like, what? This is this is bonkers on the Switch. And then I was like, oh, wait a minute. Um, but yeah, no, you know what? I've done these on Netflix. And I think that they're very, very interesting, very, very cool. Something about doing it on the Switch seems weird to me. I don't know why. It should it should make total sense, but it's kind of like I do it I do it on Netflix. I don't I don't know. And it, it's to be fair, it's a cool experience on Netflix having a, in a choose your own adventure type movie. So I think this is kind of cool. I. I, I think I could give this a check, but I don't want to pay $13 for it. Yeah. It just seems like a lot. I would I would do $5 and, uh, you know, and I would be interested in it because I, based on the reviews of their other one, I think this is probably going to be good. And and it looks interesting. It's just, I don't know, something about it being on, on a console feels weird, whereas Netflix, it feels like a natural home for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did it with the Bandersnatch or whatever, and I thought that was yeah. cool. But once you go through it, it cool. once, you're like, all right, I'm good. Right? I'm done. So, yeah, that was good. Yeah. That's but it. Uh, yeah, it was cool. So $13 for something you're going to do once and, and probably never you know, want to do it again. Or it's, or it's more of a novelty. Maybe that's part of it, too. It feels like this novelty mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, so I, I don't know. But with that, it gets us to everybody's favorite segment in the show. And I think it's no surprise, but... What you playing? I'm just playing Animal Crossing, so that's been about it. Um, I did take a few days off, so I'm a little bit more behind. I'm building some neighbor houses, and you know, I'm doing the same thing you're doing. We kind of talked throughout the episode. I'm putting together my orchards, and I, you know, I accidentally ate all my pears that were given to me. So Heather gave me one, so now I'm creating <laughs> a pear orchard slowly but surely. I have my coconut orchard on the beach. I'm very excited about that. Um, I finally got a ladder cause Heather made me a ladder cause I couldn't have access to it yet. So I'm cleaning up that area. And then, you know, what's fun about this game is that, you know, we watch like the 10 quick tips or whatever to, for animal crossing. And then we decided not to watch anything else really, or read too much up on here's what you should be doing. Because I think the joy of animal crossing is finding something for the very first time. And you were in my town last night with Heather and she goes, Hey, she's like, Hey, come over here, come over here, come over here. And I was like, all right, where are you at? And she's like, I'm on the beach. She was sitting right next to me. Right. And, um, and she's like, check this out. And there's a little spouting hole. So spoiler alert here for people. There's a little spouting hole in the, in the sand. She's like, check this out. And she scoops it out and a clam comes out. And I was like, what the heck though? What is going on? Right. And she's <laughs> like, I found this randomly. I was like, what are these doing here? And she's like, and then you're like, and then you were like, yeah, it makes great food. So you obviously already knew, but like to, for me, it was brand new and it like blew my mind. I was like, whoa. She's like, yeah, I just randomly was like, what if I just dig this? And like, boom, there it is. Right. And <laughs> sort of the joy of animal crossing is that just random stuff occurs. Um, yeah. yeah, super duper fun. Um, and, and, and if you notice, so we had done local multiplayer before but the problem with local multiplayer is that you have to open your gate for local or online so i upgraded our nintendo account to a family plan so it was very easy it was the most seamless thing that i've ever done so the first thing as i did is i went into my nintendo account i there's a a family section and you just simply um you add their email address and then they're part of your family and that's literally it. And you can have a bunch of people on there, right? And then they have to accept it. So now they're part of the family. And then, honestly, 
I went, then you go into the eShop on your Switch. You can only do it on your Switch. You go into the eShop and it prorates your account. So instead of um, having to um, pay a full year, I basically had a year left. So instead of paying $35, it knocked off $20 because I'd already paid $20 for my solo plan. Um, there's a good per day, five cents a day or whatever. And I paid, you know, $15 and I upgraded the account. And Heather on her switch had to do absolutely nothing. I was like, just go online and like, boom, it automatically worked. And now I don't know why people aren't sharing more family plans and saving a bunch of money because it's, it's a great deal in general. Um, spoiler alert, I don't want to rob Nintendo from money, but if you, <laughs> you, you and your brother, right? Like you're, you're in a family, you could create yeah. your family group, the, the Rivet group. So yeah, uh, that's pretty really cool. cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. So for me, it's been Animal Crossing a lot. I've been really, really enjoying it quite a bit. We did. I ran around on your island a little bit. I sent Heather a friend request. So once we're friends, I'm going to visit hers. I want to see some people's islands. I've really, ex I'm excited to see how people are laying things out. That's mm -hmm. why I like to go to their island. Um, I'm excited if she has pears because I have like a pear that I'm trying to cultivate into something. So maybe I can shake a tree and get three pears and, and work on my orchard a little bit. Um, it was also really nice because you have roses. I have mm. not seen roses yet. So I did steal a few of your roses so I can mm -hmm. hopefully grow some of my own. Uh, and then I don't, I don't know. I it's, I'm really, really enjoying it. I like jumping into people's islands. I like seeing what they're doing. I do think there's some, that online thing is obviously wonky. It could be streamlined. And, and if, if you're doing it like we are, it's repetitive and you're kind of like, okay, well, this is, I, I, I wish like my gates are open right now. So people are just welcome to come and go, but I wish that, that was sort of a default that I could turn on the second I load up the game. And I'm sure that's battery related. They don't want you draining your battery because of the online, but it would be nice if I could choose to make that a default because every time I run, I open my gates. And then if I decide to use my Nook uh, ticket there to go to a mystery island, I have to do it again. And it's just, it's more time I have to spend in a, in a menu, you know, than I, than I'd like to, but I think the game looks amazing. I think it plays so, so well. I think there's just, so many animations, so many little, little details that I'm still noticing that I'm just like, wow, the thought, you know, the, your character climbing down the ladder, the sounds that it makes when they climb down the ladder, the animation of the ladder expanding and contracting the little hop they do off the ladder at the bottom. There's mm -hmm. like little things you'll start to notice where you're like, wow, that is so, so well done. Really, really loving it. And then as a polar opposite from Animal Crossing, I have been loving Witcher 3 on the Switch. I'm really, really enjoying this game. Like I said, totally different experiences. But for me, going back and forth between the two, they don't compete, which is nice. I don't feel like, you know, I'm, I'm kind of engrossed in two really big story-based games. They're just sort of totally different. But what it it's it's almost to the point where it's like hard for me to decide sometimes like which one do I want to play I'm enjoying <laughs> them both so much so yeah I'm really having it's it's a great time for games you know this whole past week uh work was slow cinder work is slow my other job work was slow so I was able to kind of hunker down and play games and just really enjoy it I do have to go back to work again for next week and uh, and then I'm 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 gonna be sad because my mind is gonna be on Animal Crossing. I think the whole time mm -hmm. because I'm like, oh, I could be selling those turnips. I could be, you know, doing whatever I got to do. But I uh, I'm really enjoying it. It's been a it's been a great week of gaming. 
Yeah, it's turnip day. We were recording this podcast on Sunday, which means it's turnip day. I got to get my turnips on. Very excited mm-hmm. about that. And and you know, I think you're right. I think it's it's been something that at least at night, you know, when you're inundated all day at work, because every work meeting I get on, every every everything in my newsfeed is all coronavirus. Is this coronavirus? Yeah. Is this? And like we we haven't left the house very much. I went to the recycling center, but besides that, it's like you know. Um, Oh, wow. Everybody's online right now. Okay. I'm going to go to oh, Medica yeah. over here. Let me just open this up and I'm departing. Um, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I think that that's super duper fun, um, because you can kind of get in this little escapism into the game. And I think you're right. I have been having a lot of fun seeing like how, uh, Heather lays down her town and I'm about to go to yours. And I think as time goes on, it's sort of, uh, quite fun to see how places evolve. And, and I woke up the other day and I booted it up and you had sent me a little gift. So I got cool shoes on and, <laughs> um, I sent you a little gift. I don't know. I, I, I did. I, I got my, my leggings. <laughs> you got, okay, I sent you neon leggings. So that was pretty cool. <laughs> so no big deal. Um, you know, things like that I think are really nice because when you go and do that, you start to realize that there's probably other elements to the game. Like you can send your townsfolk a letter too, you know, and mm-hmm. you can send them stuff and, you know, things like that. And all of you are doing these cool emotes and like hanging out and doing this cool stuff. I'm like, I haven't learned all that yet. I'm like, I don't know. So it's fun when you see other people doing stuff and you know that you'll be able to do that soon. So it kind of keeps you motivated, which I think is fun. Um, all right, everyone. Well, thanks for tuning in to this week's Nintendo Dispatch. You can find us everywhere on the internet at Nintendo Dispatch or Dispatch Podcast. Um, of course, you can check us out on our Discord. Um, you can hang out with us in the virtual world of Animal Crossing. <laughs> but I hope that you enjoy this podcast. Send it to your friends, your family, and be like, hey, if you just got a Nintendo Switch, check out this podcast. It would help us out. Um, that's going to do it for this week. So until next time, this has been your Nintendo Dispatch.